Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Graves on Gridiron with Richard Graves. Ten weeks of the NFL season are already in the books. Last weekend saw the Bills and Cowboys bounce back to winning ways, whilst it was the Buccaneers and Rams who suffered surprising losses. The show also got back to winning ways, and the record now stands at 17-10 and 10 against the line. This is Graves on Gridiron. I am your host, Richard Graves, looking ahead to week 11 in the NFL. Graves on Gridiron with Richard Graves. Well, it's certainly been a roller coaster season through 10 weeks in the National Football League. Welcome along. If you are new to the show, thanks for joining us. If you're a regular listener, it's great to have you along as always. We went 2-1 and one last weekend with the Bills and Cowboys covering big spreads but covering comfortably. And in the third game, Cleveland against uh, New England, we went under total points. Well, Cleveland played their part, only scoring uh, once. The New England Patriots' offence suddenly came to town, scoring 45 on their own. That didn't turn out right for us. So 2-1 and one last weekend. On the season, the show's record stands at a healthy 17-10 and 10 against the spread. If you are new to the show, the concept is very simple. Each weekend, I take a look at the slate of games on offer in the NFL, pick three of them, look at the uh, line offered by the odds makers, and then dissect it as to whether perhaps we should go under or over that line. Three more games have been selected, looking ahead to week 11, and we start with the San Francisco 49ers travelling to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And the question everybody's now asking is, did we see the real San Francisco 49ers on Monday night in that very impressive win against the Los Angeles Rams. Remember, prior to the season, the 49ers were a popular choice to come out of the NFC heading to the Super Bowl. It hasn't gone that way through the first half of the season. But don't blink now, at 4-5, and five, they're still very much in this playoff race. They're right on the cusp of the chase for a wildcard spot, only a game behind the seventh-place team, in the NFC, which currently is the Carolina Panthers with a 500 record at 5-5. Five and five. What we certainly did see on Monday night was an improved version of the San Francisco 49ers. Without question, 
They were helped by the opposing quarterback, Matthew Stafford, throwing two interceptions in the Rams' opening two drives. One of them, of course, going back to the house, a pick six. But the impressive thing for me was the way that the San Francisco 49ers not only got up early, but then they slammed the door shut on the the, uh, LA Rams, never allowing them back into the game. Jimmy Garoppolo has taken a lot of heat this season, especially since Trey Lance was drafted in April. He's a quarterback under pressure, but he had the type of efficient, quiet game that we saw in that run to the Super Bowl for San Francisco two years ago. They got back to their staple diet of running the ball. They ran it 44 times in total on Monday night against the Rams. And then the defense came to play as well, holding Los Angeles to just 10 points. I like the way that Shanahan's got this team playing right now. It's only one game, but it is against a division rival. It's an impressive win at home. And you look at the the best stats, the offense, whilst not necessarily uprooting any trees, ranks 13th overall in the NFL this season. They've got the eighth ranked defense in the NFL this season. The stars are aligning. Things appear to be coming together. And now your next game up is a road trip. You're having to go coast to coast across to Florida, but it's the Jacksonville Jaguars, a team with only two wins all season and still very much in rebuilding mode. What I will say for for the Jags, though, is that off the back of that shocking upset win they had two weeks ago taking care of the Buffalo Bills, they, they acquitted themselves well in Indianapolis last weekend. Again, for them, a division rival in the Colts. They went behind early, but they showed plenty of character in that game. They fought their way back. They, they were driving with the ball with a chance to perhaps get their noses in front. They turned it over. Ultimately, it didn't work out. But there's plenty, if you're a Jacksonville Jaguars fan, to be optimistic about in that performance against, for me, what is a very good Indianapolis Colts side. Look, I don't think there are any secrets to the key to this game. It's who can control the clock, who can run the ball better. That's what the 49ers are going to look to do. They've got concerns around their running back, Elijah Mitchell, who's had a pin inserted in one of his fingers uh, this week to stabilise an injury. Um, Kyle Shanahan has said he's optimistic that Mitchell will be good to go this weekend. He's become a key part of their offence this season. Equally for the Jags, look, it's how James Robinson goes at running back for them, if they can have success on, their gr- on the ground, that's their best route to causing another upset uh, this season. As I've already mentioned, the West Coast travel for the Niners is a bit of a concern. So is the time difference. It's going to be a 1pm kickoff local in Jacksonville on Sunday. That's 10am um, back on the, the West Coast, if you're looking at it from a, a San Francisco 49ers perspective. So, yeah, that's something they'll have to contend with as well. But look, we're getting towards the business end of the season now. And if you're serious about making a late season push to make the playoffs, this is the type of game you have to win. It's no good on Monday Night Football on national television, turning in a performance and taking care of the much hyped, much fancied LA Rams if you cannot then back it up six days later with a win against a team like the Jacksonville Jaguars. No disrespect to the Jags. The Niners are the team that are looking to make the playoffs this season. This is a game they must have. I think they get the job done this weekend. The line is set at minus six with the 49ers, six-point favourites heading into this game. Take it. Take San Francisco 49ers at minus six.
Game two selected in week 11 sees the Cincinnati Bengals travel to the Las Vegas Raiders. The opening line sets the Bengals as one-point favourites. In other words, the odds makers see this as a coin flip game with nothing to choose between the two teams. The Bengals themselves are coming off a bye week. The Raiders are coming off a beatdown loss by the Kansas City Chiefs last weekend. It is tough to block out the kind of off-field noise and the distractions that have plagued the Raiders this season, without question. And perhaps, in part, some of that can be attributed to the manner of that 41-14 defeat to the Chiefs last weekend. But let's not forget, the last time we saw the Bengals, they weren't any great shakes either. They got drilled 41-16 at home to the Cleveland Browns. And that followed a road loss to the New York Jets. So this becomes a huge game for both teams um, going into the second half of the season. Remember, that defeat to the Jets in the week leading up to it, people were hailing the Bengals as perhaps the team set to break out from the AFC this season. Well, whether it's listening to the noise outside in the media or it's just taking perhaps a little bit of focus away from the job at hand. The Bengals haven't responded very well to all that praise, dropping two straight games. One, obviously, a shocking upset defeat to the lowly New York Jets, and then backing that up by a humiliating home defeat to division rivals, the, the Cleveland Browns. Both teams head into this game with a 5-4 and four record. Both teams are within a game of the division lead in their respective divisions. The problem I've got with all this is that we've seen this story before for the Raiders. You look at each of the last two years, they've had a winning record at the halfway point of the season and then frankly capitulated in the second half. What I will say is, despite those two bad defeats for the Cincinnati Bengals, this is a younger team. It's a very different team to previous years. It's one still of optimism and certainly plenty of potential. Jamar Chase at wide receiver, the rookie, Joe Burrow, the second-year quarterback. And frankly, the Bengals don't carry the off-field baggage that the Raiders have right now. There's a stat that was doing the rounds out there um, early this week that I saw that said since 1998, the home team in this matchup, when the Bengals and the Raiders have met, the home team is 7-1. and one. Well, in my opinion, the Raiders are dealing with far too much right now. I think we saw that last week uh, against the Chiefs. There's been elements of that in previous performances as well. I think the Bengals have had a week to reflect on what's happened in their last two games, a week to put things right on the practice ground, a week to put things right heading into the second half of the season. Take the Bengals in this game. I think they make it 7-2 and two, um, in this matchup since 1998. They become the second road team to win in this matchup since 1998. The Bengals head into it. One-point favourites take the Cincinnati Bengals at minus one. Graves on Gridiron. For our third and final game, we are saving the best for last, certainly. This is, in my opinion, the game of the week. The Dallas Cowboys head to Arrowhead Stadium to take on the Kansas City Chiefs. And following week 10, the narrative is simple, right? The Kansas City Chiefs are back. They hung 41 points on the Raiders in Las Vegas last week. Their defense has only given up 38 points in the last three games. They've won four of their last five. All is right with Kansas City once more, right? 
Well, let's just tap the brakes on that for a second and delve into it a little bit deeper, shall we? Those four wins came against Washington, the New York Giants, a Packers side without Aaron Rodgers, and of course, as we've already mentioned in today's show, the beleaguered Las Vegas Raiders. The defeat, well, that was a heavy one, away to the Tennessee Titans. Prior to Monday night's breakout offensive performance, the Kansas City Chiefs had scored just 36 points across three games. That's only 12 points a game. And now you've got the Dallas Cowboys and their number one ranked scoring offense coming rolling into town. They're averaging 31 points per game. They bounced back from a shock defeat against the Denver Broncos with a statement win against the Atlanta Falcons last week. 43 points to three. They hammered the Falcons last week. They were scored 29 points in the second quarter, the most points they've scored in any quarter in franchise history. Look, if the Chiefs are back, we can expect these two teams, I think, to go rolling up and down the field against each other. Uh, despite how well the, the Cowboys' defence is playing this season, it's all relative. I hear what everybody's saying about Trayvon Diggs as being a potential defensive player of the year candidate. He leads the league in interceptions. He has eight interceptions through the first 10 weeks of the season. I still think there are chunk plays to be made on this Dallas Cowboys defense. Let's not forget, there's no Demarcus Lawrence. There's no Randy Gregory as edge rushers on that defensive line for the Cowboys. They still got pressure last week on Matt Ryan, the Falcons quarterback. Micah Parsons is obviously a chess piece they can use either at linebacker where he's been outstanding the last few weeks or they can bring him close to the line and use him as a pass rusher to bring pressure as well. Dallas has the number one ranked offense in football. The Chiefs, despite their scoring problems, are still ranked fourth in total offense in football. Dak Prescott has the highest passer rating this season. Patrick Mahomes has the highest career passer rating of a quarterback in NFL history of those quarterbacks that qualify. Both teams have game-breaking receiving weapons. On the Kansas City Chiefs side, you've got Travis Kelsey, you've got Tyreek Hill. For the Dallas Cowboys, you've got Amari Cooper, you've got C.D. Lamb. Michael Gallup came back from injury last weekend to give them an added dimension. So it's simple, really. It comes down to who can make the most stops on defense. And I don't think that's going to be easy this weekend. You'll remember a couple of years ago when the Chiefs went into L.A. and played the Rams and both teams put up 50 points and it was a track meet. I, I can really see it being a similar type of shootout game again this weekend. And I keep coming back to the key is which defense can make the most stops. And quite frankly, I'm not sure we're going to see many. I think what we've seen this season is a lot of teams employ uh, two deep safeties against the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, they've sh shown less blitz packages. They've made Patrick Mahomes... Think about where you're going to throw the ball. There's not been quite so many scramble plays. And when there have, they haven't always been executed as well as we've seen in previous seasons. I would expect Dallas to employ a similar defensive scheme. But they have had success when they brought the blitz this season. Equally, it's worth pointing out that the Kansas City Chiefs defense has struggled all season long. It ranks 26th 
in total defence and is still giving up an average of 24 points a game. That's when you even take into account the last three games when they've given up 38 points combined. They have had issues on the defensive side of the ball. And if you blitz Dak Prescott, what he's showing time and time again is that he will burn you on the blitz. And more often than not, he's throwing touchdowns when that blitz is bought. So I do think you're going to see a track meet. I think you're going to see points aplenty. Interestingly, the line is set with the Kansas City Chiefs as two-and-a-half-point favourites. I'm not sure that I can buy into the fact that the Kansas City Chiefs are back as the team we've become used to seeing on offence based on one game. You look at the three previous games they've played, and prior to taking care of the, the Raiders uh, last weekend, they haven't exactly thrilled in any of those three games. They... Scored 13 points against a Green Bay Packers side, Sean of Aaron Rodgers. They won that game 13 points to seven. There's a good argument to say they'd have lost if Aaron Rodgers was playing. They only scored 20 points in a 2017 win over the New York Giants. And then, of course, they were held to just three points when they lost to the Tennessee Titans. So I have to see more from the Kansas City Chiefs before I start declaring that the Kansas City Chiefs are back. I would not be surprised... If they have found their mojo, I would not be surprised if they're even able to edge out a win here. But I'm going to take the form team, the team that has shown me more, a greater spread of work this season, the Dallas Cowboys. They're two and a half point underdogs going into this game. Take the Dallas Cowboys at plus 2.5. Okay, let's recap the three games we've picked in week 11. Starting first of all with the San Francisco 49ers, Travelling to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. The 49ers are six-point favourites heading into this game. Take the Niners at minus six. Game two selected is the Cincinnati Bengals travelling to the Las Vegas Raiders. The Bengals are one-point favourites. Take the Cincinnati Bengals at minus one. And then, in what I believe is the game of the week, the Dallas Cowboys travel to the Kansas City Chiefs. The Cowboys are slated as two-and-a-half-point underdogs. Take the Cowboys to cover that spread at plus 2.5. Remember, first and foremost, this is intended to be fun, so have fun with it. Three games taken. We're looking to go a perfect 3-0 in Week 11, and then we head on to Thanksgiving Week, Week 12, where we'll have a special edition of Graves on Gridiron. Looking ahead to the Thanksgiving Day triple header, we'll then have a second show next week, looking ahead to the, re the remaining games in week 12. But for week 11, to recap again, take the San Francisco 49ers, the Cincinnati Bengals, and the Dallas Cowboys. We're looking to go 3-0 this week, improve on that 17-10 record. I am Richard Graves. I thank you for joining us. Enjoy week 11 in the NFL. Subscribe to Graves on Gridiron wherever you listen to podcasts. And keep up to date with the latest on Twitter. Search for Richard Graves 1. That's Richard Graves, the number one. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.